0: Welcome to the February 2008 edition of the More Beer Monthly podcast. This month, we're covering a different kind of brewing that you can do at home, coffee. Roasting and brewing your own coffee at home is simple, fun, and cost-efficient. And this month, we're talking to Casey Cobb, our More Coffee brand manager, about how he got started roasting his own coffee, and how you can too. Casey knows his stuff and has traveled the world to learn about and find the best coffee beans on earth in order to bring them home and offer them to you through more coffee. So this podcast is a little longer than usual, but contains a wealth of information. And as always, we've got a couple discounted items for you this month that Casey will explain later. And an all-new quick brew tip from owner-partner Chris Graham. Before we get into coffee, don't forget that we're always holding classes at our Knowledge Center Classroom in the Concord, California showroom. And coming up right at the beginning of March, we've got two great classes for brewers. On Saturday, March 1st from 1 to 3 p.m., we're holding a special class on brewing water analysis with the mad scientist Colin Kaminsky. Colin is brewmaster at Downtown Joe's in Napa, California, and is known for his chemistry background and manipulation of water to enhance his beer. You'll gain insight on pH and how different grains affect the outcome of your mash pH, as well as how the makeup of your water's chemistry can help or hurt your beer. This class is just $10 per person and will fill up fast, so sign up quick. Then, on Saturday, March 8th, we've got another all-grain class with Lodi Brewmaster Jason Brett. This class is $30 and is designed to get you brewing the beer you want to brew, enhance your skills, and teach you every step of the all-grain process. To sign up for any of our classes, visit or call the Concord Showroom or email showroom manager John Plisset at johnp at morebeer.com. All right, now it's time to move on to coffee and listen in on my interview with More Coffee brand manager and coffee guru, Casey Cobb. I'm here with Casey Cobb, the More Coffee brand manager at More Flavor. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm I'm here. I've, I want to
1: apologize. I've got a bit of a cold, so I, I will sound a little weird, but... We'll try to
0: we'll try to get through it. Just don't cough or sneeze at directly at my listeners. Well,
1: you want me to do it into the microphone, right? That's as what we were loud talking about. As you okay, can. Okay, great, great. We'll, I, I right understand. I understand.
0: So, if more flavor is the parent company of these three divisions, and and more coffee is one of them, and that's specifically who you are working for. Exactly. So, more coffee is essentially we sell all
1: the products to roast your own coffee. So, we sell the roasters, we sell the green coffee beans. We put a whole lot of information about each of these different coffees that we have so that people can get them and explore all the different flavors you're going to get from coffee, which is actually a pretty diverse range of, of all sorts of stuff.
0: Okay, so it's not just, uh, coffee isn't just coffee, you don't go buy a...
1: No, the coffee doesn't come off the tree from a bag. You yeah. Know, it's, it's actually...
0: I thought it just comes from Starbucks, actually.
1: No, 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 no. Actually, there's other places you can get it, like a farms, you know, where they have the green right. coffee beans. So, yeah, you, you actually get this bean, this raw green coffee bean, which a lot of people have never seen, and you apply heat, and you roast it, and then you're going to get different flavors at different levels of the roast.
0: Is this something you just do in in like an oven, uh, or how are you roasting? You can, specifically? you can.
1: Actually, you know, our business model, we we don't make very much money on the roasters themselves, and, and we don't want to. What we want to do is provide a quality relationship with our customers so that they can come back to us for the beans as long as we're providing quality coffee beans year after year. Okay. And so you can get a coffee roasting machine for less than a hundred bucks. You can do it in your oven, you can do it on a skillet, you can spend up to a thousand bucks on a coffee roasting machine. Really? And if you get commercial you could spend, you know, a hundred thousand dollars I guess.
0: Sure. And do you, so are, is more coffee just focused on the home coffee roaster? Exactly. It is. We, yeah.
1: We're just focused on the small guy, somebody who wants to kind of enjoy it as a hobby. You get a pound, five pounds, 10 pounds at a time. There's a, a bit of a cost savings for the green coffee It's anywhere from 25 to 50% cheaper depending on the coffee you get.
0: Okay. And what's the the learning process what's the tricky part I guess about roasting coffee I mean do you have guys that come in and say you know I just learned that if I roast for five minutes or if I roast for 20 minutes I'm drinking a completely different cup of coffee or do you have real experts uh, who, who come in to tell you how to roast coffee we we get the range yeah. and,
1: and it's great because I can learn from customers sometimes sometimes they they learn from me learn from the information and with the internet you can learn quite a bit pretty quickly it's a pretty simple process You're just applying heat, and there's two distinct phases. There's what's called the first crack and the second crack, or the first pop, second pop. And really in between those two phases, or a little bit after each one, you're going to get really distinct flavors that you can just listen for. So people want all these temperature curves and and times and whatnot. It's going to be different for everybody depending on the climate and the temperature and the humidity and the roaster you're using the method you're using, the bean, there's all sorts of differences. But essentially, if you just listen for that first crack and that second crack, you can really dial in the flavor. So then it's just a matter of listening.
0: Okay. Wow. So you actually hear this is a physical sound you're Ex- talking about. Exactly. Really? It's
1: a really loud cracking noise that first the first crack is the first crack, first yeah. cracking noises, and then it stops for about a minute or two or five depending on the roaster. Then it starts cracking again. It starts making smoke. So you really get involved in the process. You really you can smell the smoke you can see it, you can hear it, you can see the beans kind of changing over time. And so it's a really involved process and it's really you really get into it.
0: But simple uh, as simple. well. It's yeah. It
1: takes, takes 10 minutes. People think that uh, the slow roasted coffee, Yeah. really it takes less than 10 minutes for, for, for most coffees and there's not that much complexity to it.
0: So slow roasting is similar to like cold filtered. Exactly. It's just a redundant it, exactly. it doesn't exactly. even make any it's, sense. It's like a marketing yeah. it's like
1: a marketing thing that really kind of resonates with consumers but doesn't really mean anything.
0: See I want to be pissed off every time I go to a starbucks or something and i have to read that crap now now that i know
1: well you know the all the descriptions they they all start sounding the same if you get it you you read the starbucks descriptions and stuff yeah it's it's like the beer descriptions you know
0: yeah just ridiculous yeah now can you really would i really be able to tell a freshness difference in roasting my own fresh coffee beans
1: well here's here's what's interesting some coffee companies sell coffee that's that's really pretty fresh you like pete's coffee here in california northern california They deliver their coffee to the stores every day. So you're getting really fresh coffee. Okay. Some coffees aren't so fresh. You can taste that difference, of course. The real key thing is that you get a lot of different flavors out of coffee at a dark roast or a light roast. You get a completely different cup. So if I I do this demo at our store where I take four different, really different coffees and roast them at three different roast levels and we just go down the line and we do professional coffee tasting is called cupping so you get a spoon and you slurp it really loudly out of this little cup and that aspirates it over your tongue and really gives you an instant impression of this coffee and people are blown away at how different they actually taste. They taste dramatically different depending on different factors from the flavor, the aroma, the acidity, the the body, all these different things. And some flavors are complementary to that coffee, and some flavors are different. So the coffee itself has origin character flavors that are going to be intrinsic to the bean. So it's going to be blueberries or tea or black currant or lemon, depending on the origin, earth for Sumatras. And then you have what's called roast character, which tastes like essentially all these burnt flavors, which are are good in certain coffees. But some coffees are really nice, more lightly roasted. Yeah. so... By roasting your own, you can really dial in that, that roast for that flavor you're looking for. And the balance between the two. The balance between the two, and it's cheaper. Okay. You, you, you're, you're getting coffee for a fraction of the cost. Yeah. And I like you're that enjoying part. it along. Yeah, I, I, I like it too.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, so how long have you been with more coffee, and how did you get involved with the company altogether?
1: Well, it's, it's a long story dating dating way back to 2001 when...
0: <laughs> Not so far.
1: Yeah, I, I finished. I finished college, and I had been working part time for the Riverside store. We have a store in Riverside, California. Just kind of helping out, doing doing a little bit of sales in the showroom and. And I roasted coffee there and kind of sold some of the coffee roasters. I really got into it. Then I finished college, went traveling for a while, visited some some really cool countries, some learned a lot about coffee there. Okay. Came back and Olin Schultz, the, the CEO of our company, really wanted me to come work for him. And so I packed up my truck and moved up to Northern California,
0: specifically and, to work for More Coffee. Exactly. Okay. And so
1: when I when I started doing this, the coffee was the whole company was kind of selling everything through the More Beer brand. So we divided all the different parts of the company, which is the beer, wine, and coffee into separate, distinct brand identities, have their own individual websites. You can carry your your items from the shopping cart from site to site. But when you're on that site, it's just about that. And okay. so we, we divided that up. We went from having something like five or six different coffees to now we have over 40 Wow! at any given time. And these coffees are like my babies, you know. I I, I have to taste anywhere from 10 to 20 coffees before I find one that I really think is spectacular. And that's what it's all about, getting the best of the best in there. Cost, I'm not dealing with commodity coffees, so I don't want to, five or six cents isn't that big a deal to me but you get a much better coffee. Okay. And so when I'm, when I'm looking for a coffee, I'm, I'm not looking at price necessarily because it's going to be cheaper. And, you know, we have our markup for breaking it down and all that stuff, and, and it's always going to be cheaper than the, the roasted stuff. Yeah. But you know that when you buy a green coffee from us that it's top-notch and you've had people taste it several different times along the chain. And even us at our store, we've, re- we've tasted it several different roast levels and we put all that information on the website. So after a while of, of really focusing on that, putting a lot of content on the website, getting a lot of new products, a lot of new coffees. We're, we're, we're getting rewarded for it in the marketplace. I mean, sales are up every year consistently. It's great. You meet new people and, and I'm having a blast tasting all these different coffees and, and learning, going to trade shows, getting to travel, which is a lot of fun.
0: Tell me a little bit about the traveling that you have done and, and how the coffee relates to that too.
1: Well, so the first trip I went to Guatemala and we were f- supposed to have kind of this whole thing arranged and that kind of fell through. I realized after I arrived in Guatemala City, and so what I ended up doing was just kind of going to Antigua and asking them, where, where do they make the coffee? And uh, So you had a,
0: a coffee tour arranged? Not really. Through. I just had a contact. Oh, and I see. And
1: so that contact, I guess his email broke. We we, we got into in contact a couple of weeks later when I was already home, and it didn't serve me too well. But essentially I, I, I rolled up in this little motorbike to this coffee processing facility way outside of antigua and i rolled up and and this knocked on the gate the barbed wire fence and this guy comes up and asked me what i want with an ak-47 really and i just told him you know i'm from america and i, I want to yeah like, I, I, I think wanna. i'm at the wrong <laughs> field yeah i'm from the united states and i want to see your coffee plant you know so uh-huh. he goes one one second so he goes and talks to the, the head guy, I'm assuming, and comes back with his AK-47 and, and says, well, go on in. You want to talk to Jesus? And so I, I go back and talk to Jesus, and Jesus was awesome. He, he took me all around their plant. He gave me the grand tour. I tasted coffee with their coffee taster, set me up with this farm, went out and toured the farm. I mean, it was just incredible. It was wow, perfect. I went yeah. back several days. I didn't get shot once great. Um, I didn't get kidnapped once. That was, I mean, it was a really great plus. That's perfect. I I saw, that was the first time I actually saw the whole process from start to finish and asked a ton of questions and took a ton of pictures. And I actually made a tutorial on our website about how coffee goes from start to finish. Oh, great. And there's two ways to make coffee. This was the wet process. So then that was really awesome. In September, I went to Sumatra. The, The guys there picked me up and showed me their whole facility. And then we went on a four-day road trip all around the Sumatran countryside. Wow. Loaded up all sorts of junk food and and beer and just kind of toured around and and saw all the farms. It's much different in Sumatra, their whole process, because there's a whole bunch of really small farms. It's not really big farms. And they have all these kind of intermediaries. And so I have another kind of tutorial on the dry process, which is what they do in Sumatra. There's a whole tutorial on our website. If you go on to morecoffee.com and click on World Coffee Travels, you can see the whole write-up we did on Sumatra. And then I guess last month we went to Costa Rica, visited La Manita Estate, which is kind of the premier Costa Rican coffee and one of the most kind of high-quality coffees in the world. They, they put the Terrazu region on the map pretty much, and so this coffee, you pay a premium for it, but it's top-notch. I mean, the workers have a, a health clinic on site, they have full dental and medical, they, they have housing, they only pick the best coffee, they hand-sort it, and the coffee is just beautiful. That's the fantastic. fullest body, the really nice complexity, Really interesting coffees. You know, that was a, a really awesome experience. I also got to take Olin Schultz, our president, and he got to see the whole process from start to finish as well. Pretty cool. We pick coffee in the fields with the workers. and Really? This big tractor rolls up at a certain point, and they they pay their workers on the spot for the end of the day with the coffee. And so they they measured our coffee and paid us. I think they did? 30 cents or something.
0: Really? You guys for were our, slackers. Our hour of
1: work. It, you know, I made a joke. I came out of the fields, and I showed my big bag, or I guess it was kind of a little bag of coffee, yeah. cherries to the workers and i go look at this i did all this in five minutes <laughs> and they looked at me and go yeah that's pretty good <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. yeah like that's, and you were thinking yeah i'm thinking that's like incredible you know i'm gonna blow their mind they're, they're gonna know i'm joking but yeah. no they're like yeah that's pretty good they you know? show you like a barrel yeah. next to them this oh, is yeah. what i did yeah this is what i did in five minutes yeah. so so the big tractor rolls up and then we we get paid for our coffee and you know you give it to the little kids and they go buy candy with it and, i and see kind of kind of helps them out for the end of the day but it was yeah. a really cool experience to, so to you see really
0: that. got to see where uh you know these products are coming from and, and yeah clean. and yeah. that's
1: and that's really what it's all about that's what our company is all about is understanding it this thing which a lot of people get your beer your wine your coffee a lot of people don't know what that is beyond the glass or the cup the styrofoam cup they get this product in yeah and they think that's it and really it's not it, it goes all the way back to where this thing comes from, this fruit or this seed or whatever it is, there's a, you know, how many different people kind of touch this thing and put their love and their care and their their effort and their, their blood, sweat, and tears into this product to get it to you. And you can kind of take it in the middle of that and then take it that next step so that you kind of understand intimately what this flavor is, what, what the flavors you're getting out of this is. And it takes your, your appreciation of this beverage to a whole nother level and a whole nother dimension. I mean, people know that with beer. Sure. And it's the same thing with coffee, same thing with wine.
0: So tell me some of the things that, uh, you know, a couple examples of what I might find if I either went to the More Beer Showroom or I, if I went to morecoffee.com. Uh, what kind of things am I looking for and am I going to see? Well,
1: the first thing that you're going to you're gonna look for, I'm, I'm assuming, you, if you don't know how to home roast, you're going to need to get a roaster. okay? Or you're going to need to get a skillet or something. We have the, the whole process on our website. If you go to tutorials and reviews in the bottom left-hand corner of morecoffee.com, okay. you can learn what roasting is all about. We have a, an introduction with pictures and whatnot. So let's assume you've got your roaster, you need some coffee now. When I'm tasting coffee, I'm looking for something spectacular. And it's really difficult because coffee is a couple different levels. You get your commodity coffee, which is just kind of junk, or it's not really junk, but it's not special, it's not interesting. It's mm. just coffee, it tastes like coffee. Then you get coffees that are pretty good, but they're not mind blowing. That you taste and you go, yeah, it's it's. It, you can tell it's a cut above the rest, but it's not the best. What I'm looking for is when I have in in a single day, I might taste 50 coffees and just kind of go down the line and arrange them to complementary flavors so that I'm not throwing my palate for a loop. But when I'm tasting for a Colombian, for instance, I'm looking for something that is really unique and special. It, it, Coffee is, is rated on, on four key attributes, which is your aroma, your flavor, your acidity, and your body. And there's kind of a fifth one, which is aftertaste, that that's going to carry through. But all that boils down to the complexity of the cup and how it hits you and how it tastes and is it special. Acidity is a kind of a, it sounds like a negative term, but it's actually, yeah. it's, a good, it's a good quality. It's a brightness or kind of like if you take fish and you eat fish, it tastes pretty good. But then when you put that little bit of lemon on it, mm-hmm. it adds that brightness to it. That's the same thing in coffee. Okay. You, and, and oftentimes you get a citric quality to the coffee, which is the acidity. And so you're looking for that little bit of brightness and there's different kinds of acidity that you can taste and you're looking for a fullness in body and you're looking for complexity and flavor. Sometimes coffee just has one of those things, and it's not all that interesting. I'm looking for the whole shebang. I'm looking for a coffee that just kind of you just go, wow, this is beautiful, and that's the one I buy.
0: So all of, I can assume then that all the all of the beans that I, I would find a, a more coffee have passed that test for you. exactly. So, okay, there's,
1: there's no coffees that we just get. We actually we taste them, and we sometimes people go, why you know why don't you have this coffee? Mm. It's a really standard offer. Yeah, everybody has this coffee, and I just can't find one that I'm I'm blown away by.
0: All right. Well, in light of our coffee discussion, we always have uh, featured items and specials on the More Beer Podcast, and we thought we'd do coffee this month. So what are some things that you you brought for that?
1: Well, I did. I brought a couple coffees that I really like right now. This first one, I talked about going to Sumatra and a road trip in the Sumatran countryside. This coffee is the specific producer, produces Sumatran coffee unlike you've ever seen. Sumatran coffees are changing over time. They're going from being really kind of earthy which is actually a defect. It's a function of people putting the beans out on the dirt or on these mats that mm. soak up the earth. And so when you're tasting that that earthiness, you're actually tasting dirt. And so it's changing. People are starting to produce better coffee and they're starting to have uh, kind of best practices for that. And this producer is all about that. He's all about the cleanliness of the cup. And so you don't have that earthiness, but you still do kind of have I, I describe it as earthen tone. So you have that woodiness and nuttiness, but this quick description of this coffee, fruit with woody notes, hints of strawberry, papaya and mango, earthen hints, Insensi a medium minus acidity with a medium body, a very complex cup. So I go in and I have this quick description, and then I have a really uh, kind of a more in-depth description, and then I roast this coffee at two different roast levels and describe that. So these cupping notes are at a pretty light roast, which is when you're going to get the maximum amount of flavor, but you're also going to get the most acidity. So some people taste the coffee at a dark roast, and they don't pull these same things out. Well, it's it's like if you were to take a $2 steak from Safeway and get a $20 really high-end steak, Mm -hmm. stick it on the barbecue, after three hours— they're both going to taste exactly the same, but they okay. taste burnt, right? So, same thing with coffee. The more lightly you roast it, the more flavor you're going to get out of it. So, this coffee that the name is Sumatra Blue Batak, B-A-T-A-K, and the the SKU is C-O-F two four one. And this is one of the coffees we found when we were there. It was a it's a, it's a beautiful coffee. You can tell it on the cupping table or the table that we're tasting all these coffees. Mm-hmm. The moment you pour that water into it to actually start brewing it, Mm -hmm. that aroma just hits you. I could pick it out of a lineup of 100 coffees. The moment I hit that, that hits my nose. I know that it's this coffee from this producer. The other coffee we've got is a Colombian. And I picked this Colombian because, just to kind of illustrate the difference that Colombians are going through, the same way that Sumatrans are getting cleaner, Colombians are going from being kind of generic to now distinct and unique and more like other specialty coffees. So Colombian coffees used to be more kind of, had some nutty notes, uh, uh, um, okay acidity, Not too much complexity, good body. It was an overall really strong, good coffee because the Colombian government kind of made that their their industry, that they wanted to focus, and they they focused on getting consistency from cup to cup. Okay. Well, slowly over time, they've started to get coffee or allow coffee producers to produce their own kind of individual lots with really distinct and unique flavors that would have gotten blended out in the past. And so you see a trend from Colombians going from being really kind of having no fruit notes to now being really high fruit, having a lot of really distinct kind of overripe fruit notes, which is really kind of nice. You get a nice acidity, and you get an overall kind of a sweeter cup. So just to see that transition, this, the description of this, co- this Colombian coffee, is brown sugar with nice nuttiness, hints of rose, peach, and cranberry, Great sweetness, medium tart acidity, and very full body. So it's a, a pretty complex Colombian, mm-hmm. really, really nice, really something different than your standard commodity Colombian, Okay. which you're going to get out of, you know, some of these more kind of mainstream coffees, like a, a Folgers might have some Colombian with some Brazil, you know, and, and there's no fruit to it. There's no, it's just a lot of nuttiness, which you're going to get from a Brazil.
0: Yeah, see, I'd like to try the difference now, because <clears throat> I, I think everyone knows Colombian coffee, or everyone sees Colombian sure. coffee. So this is, I think this sounds like something that a layman like myself would actually be able to put the two side-by-side side and, and be able to tell oh, the yeah. difference. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So those are two that you have on special for us this month, then? Yeah,
1: I've got this coupon code for, for the Sumatra Blue Botox. The SKU, again, is COF241, and the coupon code is CFPD24, B is in boy, and that's for 15% off. And then for the Colombian, the SKU is COF200, and the, the coupon code is C F. P
0: is in Paul,
1: D is in Dog, twenty-four
0: A. I'll repeat them again at the end of the podcast too sure. when we do our featured items. Awesome. Okay, and then uh, do you also have a roaster?
1: Yeah, so we've got a new roaster. Or it's, it's, it came out just before the holiday season hit. It's the Bmore sixteen hundred, and the the skew is COF one four five. This is a really cool roaster because before the roasters, the whole kind of home roasting industry wasn't big enough to sustain a kind of a really mainstream unit. They were all kind of kind of. Um, designed for engineers. Okay. And so this new roaster is is it's beautiful. It looks like something that belongs on your kitchen countertop. It is a drum roaster. So it kind of mimics a professional roaster. It has smoke suppression, so it has less smoke than a, a normal coffee roaster would. It's really super quiet. You can hear those first and second cracks we were talking about really distinctly, and so it's really easy to kind of dial in your roast. It has a cooling cycle. It, it's a really nice roaster. It retails for two ninety nine. So three hundred bucks. That's not that's not cheap. But you look at some roasters that we have are, are almost a thousand bucks. Wow. And you think about it. Eventually, you're gonna you're gonna pay for it. It's not like coffee roasting isn't like beer, where there's always that huge gadget you can get next. You know, right. you can always get that really expensive step up. Absolutely, Co- coffee roasting—you get a roaster, and you're set. You're done, and then you're just saving money from from there on out. You're, okay, you're, you're saving however much money, you know, twenty-five to fifty percent to seventy-five percent off your coffee, and you're having fun doing it. And eventually, it pays for the roaster. We have roasters too that are. I think the, the fresh roast which does a lower capacity is seventy five bucks. But the the Be More can do up to a pound. And so you get a nice bang for your buck or you can do a half pound. Sure. So you don't have to roast every day, you can do it once a week.
0: So save even more time, yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the skew on that is COF one four five. You get that roaster, you, you kinda get started in it, and then you end up saving money and it works out pretty well. Great.
0: Well, thanks for coming in and talking to us about it, Casey. Hey, no problem, it. it's my pleasure. Well, Casey really covered our featured and discounted items for this month, but let me just recap the numbers so you can find the deals easily. You can get 15% off Colombian Supremo coffee beans, product number COF200, by using coupon code CFPD24A. You can also get 15% off Indonesian Sumatra coffee beans, product number COF241, by using coupon code cfpd and don't forget to check out our featured roaster, the Be More 1600, product number COF145, which will get you started roasting at home and in style. Both coupons are good through March 15th. Now, before we go, here is this month's quick brew tip from More Flavor owner-partner, Chris Graham. Have a
1: keg of overcarbonated beer? A simple tip to remove the carbonation without risking contamination is to put a gas quick disconnect with tubing on it that runs to a jar of water and sanitizer. Leave it at room temperature for a day and the CO2 will come out of the liquid through the water much like an airlock. Then head to our learning center on morebeer.com for a manual on
0: kegging so this doesn't happen again. Thanks, Chris. And that wraps up our podcast this month. We want to thank you for tuning in and for supporting the podcast. Listen next month for more specials and brew tips, information about our classes, and more from our More Flavor team. We'll see you here in March. The More Beer Monthly Podcast is a production of The Brewing Network. For more information or to hear additional beer audio, visit thebrewingnetwork.com.